What's up, everyone? This is James Quilty, and welcome to another episode of the Beyond Your Faith podcast. Today, I wanted to talk about what's the one thing that you should do before you even start sharing your faith, before the word Jesus even comes out of your mouth, what should you do? I believe that there is a simple principle that most pastors completely overlook, and the Lord put this on my heart just recently in church, and I want to share that with you today, and hopefully it'll kind of take the mysticism and also the fear out of talking about how wonderful our Lord and Savior is. So let's get to it. As followers of Christ, we know the reward that awaits us at the end of our lives. The big question is, how do we live our life here on earth as we walk towards eternity? Is it a sin to want to earn more money than what I already have, or should I be grateful for just getting by? Do I stay single like Paul, or do I get married? Am I less righteous for wanting a nice home or a new car? And is God more pleased with me if I'm in shape than if I was unhealthy? These are the questions that I had years ago, and through the scriptures, I found timeless principles that not only answered these simple questions, but unlocked a path to an abundant life that Jesus talked about. My name is James Quilty. Join me as I seek, share, and learn to apply the simple principles hidden in the Bible that teach us how to be successful in this life the way God intended. Welcome to the Beyond Your Faith podcast. So this weekend, I was getting myself and the family together so we could get to church on time. My middle daughter uh, had uh, woken up and her throat was hurting her. And so she had asked, she goes, Mommy, can you stay home with me? Because I just don't feel very well. You know, and so my wife and I, we discussed it and said, hey, I told them, I said, not a problem. I'll take the kids and, you know, I'll go to, uh, um, I'll go to church and, you know, you sit here, you know, with, uh, with our daughter, you know, um, give you some special time together. And so my wife's like, okay, great. And so she, you know, had pulled up um, a podcast or a sermon that she was listening to. And as I was getting ready, um, I happened to come in at this uh, one part of the podcast and it was interesting. And I don't know about you, but um, the Lord speaks to me in, in these, these weird ways, you know, like through TV and, and movies and, and certain things. And it's interesting because I will hear something and immediately I'll get a flash of a principle or like, oh, I remember that story in the Bible and then I need to go back and I need to, you know, whatever popped in my head, I need to go and read it. And I'm like, oh, is that what it meant? And so I had one of those moments and it was interesting because um, I was listening to the pastor and he was talking about evangelism, right? And I'm actually going to pull it up here for you. I want to read this to you. And it was in Mark chapter uh, one, verse 41 through 45, which says, he reached out his hand and touched the man. I am willing, he said, be clean. Immediately the leprosy left him and he was cleansed. Jesus sent him away at once with a strong warning. See that you do not tell this to anyone, but go, show yourself to the priests and offer the sacrifices that Moses commanded for your cleansing as a testimony to them. Instead, he went out and began to talk freely, spreading the news. As a result, Jesus could no longer enter a town openly, but stayed outside in lonely places. Yet the people still came to him from everywhere. And so the pastor talked about this story. And after he talked about that, his lead-in was, now, what do you think it would uh, it would look like if you went out and would start talking freely about Jesus? If your evangelism was like what he did, right? And what caught my ear was, I don't believe the pastor 
realized that he was missing a step. What do I mean by that, right? Well, if you go back and you um, look at uh, read the, uh, the the story, what did the um, what what did the uh, what happened before the person went and started talking freely about Jesus? And and I'm not talking about the warning before that. What happened? Well, he had leprosy, and Jesus healed him of his leprosy, right? And so, what did he go out and he started talking freely about? He didn't go on a street corner or he didn't go at, you know, um, at the Temple Mount. He wasn't passing out tracks. He wasn't, you know, knocking on, you know, door to door and saying, um, do, uh, do you have a, a personal relationship with your Lord and Savior? He wasn't doing any of that stuff, right? That's the stuff that, you know, uh, you know churches today are, are telling their congregation on how to share the, um, the good news of Jesus, which that is not what happened. What happened was this uh, individual had leprosy and Jesus healed him. And what did he do? He went out and he shared his story. He shared the uh, the the uh, the transformation that he got, the miracle that he uh, received from Jesus. So I share this with you because a lot of us feel that uncomfortable, you know, ickiness, you know, when uh, we're like, well, should I be sharing Jesus? And we have that message from the pastor telling us, you know, you know, we need to go out and we need to tell people about Jesus. And um, okay, disclaimer, not all pastors are like this. I'm speaking from my personal experience. Um, I've been in, you know, a few churches, not a lot, but, you know, about, you know, five or six, you know, from moving around, um, you know, different, uh, you know, places. And um, this is what has been presented to me. So I'm sharing you from my perspective. So if you have a pastor and if they don't do that, please, you know, don't, uh, you know, send the pitchforks and everyone and come to, you know, um, you hang me up, hang me up on the bootstraps. Okay. <laughs> I'm just sharing from my personal experience. But what um, I have noticed is that, you know, people, when it comes to talking about Jesus, it's almost like you're trying to get them in right? You're, you're, you come to church, you know, come listen. But I find it fascinating that most people um, have no idea how, you know, people are thinking and operating and they completely throw that out the door when it comes to sharing their faith, when it is all one and the same. And so, like I said in the intro, what's that one thing that you need to do before you start sharing Jesus? And the principle is laid out in here. And I, and like I said, the uh, the, the the pastor that, that talked about this, I know what he was going, but I think he missed the big picture because immediately he started talking about, you know, what would it be like, you know, if we share Jesus? But he didn't tell them what they need, what needed to happen before they do that, right? Because everybody is suffering, and the last thing that most people like for I'll use uh, you know for instance uh, in the state of the economy and what things are going on right now, right? Uh, for the, the 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 majority of you know the people they're struggling, right? They're making a certain amount of money, and it's not going as far as it used to because of inflation, right? And it is what it is, and so a lot of people are having to cut back. Some people have had you know. Uh, had to, you know, some people have lost their homes. Some people have had their cars, you know, repossessed and stuff like that, right? I mean, they're going through some really troubling uh, times, right? The last thing that they want to hear is about you trying to invite them, you know, to to church, honestly, right? Because, you know, if I know if I if that was me, um, what would be going through mo my mind before I was a Christ believer is, you know what, what, how is that going to help me? You know, I have rent due and I'm only making this much and there's more month than there is a paycheck at the end of the month. Going to church is not going to help, right? That's what, that's what would be going you know, through my mind. And I know that's what a lot of non-believers, that's what's going through their minds. Like, listen, you know, I don't want to have anything uh, to do with any of that stuff. Right? So, 
But um, what the uh, what that uh, that that person did was they he shared he was he had leprosy. He was ostracized in that time. That was considered you know uh, you know the worst of the worst and. People with leprosy, literally, um, because they didn't know what actually caused it, you know, back then, and so um, they didn't want to be touched. And so, people with leprosy, not only did they have to wear, you know, um, special, you know, cloaks, but they had to wear um, a bell around their neck, and they had, and um, they had to stay like a, I don't know what is like, you know, uh, six feet uh, from people, and they had to say unclean, unclean. Right, they were required by that. They were ostracized, and so nobody wanted to have anything to do with it because they didn't know what caused it. And so they figured that if they were near somebody or if they touched them, they would get leprosy uh, too. Right? So Jesus healed him, and he is completely healed. And he went out and he shared what happened. And so with you, what did Jesus do for you? What was your transformation? You want to go out and you want to share the the wonderful thing that Jesus did. And if you don't have a story, well, then you really need to be asking yourself, um, then are you truly saved? Because we all have some sort of transformation. We really do. Now, whether you know you want to talk about that or not, then that's a different story. But for me, um, you know, I was before I you know you came to Christ, um, I was uh, divorced. I was alone and I was angry. I was uh, resentful. Um, I was, uh, <laughs> for, for lack of a better word, I was very arrogant, self-centered, you know, and I was going down a path that, you know, if it wasn't for Jesus, you know, um, I don't even know where I would have ended up, right? Um, but when I met Jesus, he completely transformed me from the inside out. You know, I became a new person. You know, I wasn't that 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 angry, self-centered, you know, uh, person that I used to be. And I became a person that was, uh, you know, thinking of other people. And, uh, you know, I truly started to, to, to love others. And, you know, all the people that I thought that had wronged me, I forgave them. And I asked for the people that I had wronged their forgiveness. And because of that... You know what happened? I met my wife that we have been married for 14 years. Love that woman to death. She is a blessing and that's a that's a uh, an episode for another time. I can go into just all of the blessings that God has has given me because of her and we have three wonderful children. That's my story and that never would have happened had I not um you know found Jesus. Had I not met him, had he not transformed me from the inside out. So when I am with uh you know other people I share that story. That's my story. I don't sit there and pass out tracts. I don't sit there and say, you know, uh, do you have a personal relation with Jesus Christ? I don't say any of that stuff. Why? Because I know what people are going through. They want to hear about a story. They want to hear about your transformation. And that's exactly what this person did in here, which is why so many people started flocking to Jesus that, you know, he couldn't, he had to go out to the lonely places because, um, you know, there were so many of them because like, oh, he healed him from leprosy. We want to see this person. We want to see this, this Jesus. And that is exactly how we should be sharing our faith. Before you even start talking about being an evangelist, before you even start thinking about sharing your faith, you need to sit down and you need to think, what did you, what has Jesus done in my life? Life. And if you have accepted Christ into your life, he has done something amazing for you. He has transformed you in some way, or shape, or form. You may not think it is as big as being cured of leprosy, right? And you know what? Uh, that may be true, but it may, but that doesn't matter. What matters is, is that Jesus has done something for you. People want to hear how your life has changed, 
right? They don't want to hear you trying to get them in. This is not some sort of network marketing meeting, right? Where you're trying to, to get them in and get them signed up, right? <laughs> um, th this is about you sharing a transformation. That is what people want to hear. And when they hear like, well, how did this happen? Is it because you were following Buddha? Is it, you know, because you were, uh, you know, burning incense or, you know, praying to crystals or something like that? They want to know what happened. What did you do? And that is your segue of sharing Jesus and sharing your faith with somebody. It comes down first with you sharing your story. You know, it's, um, there's a principle that is in, um, uh, by Dale Carnegie in his book, How to Win Friends and Influence People. And he said, nobody wants to know what you have until they know how much you care, right? And if you truly care about people, don't tell them about going to your church. You tell them about what happened to you. How was your life changed, right? And if, and if at that point you tell them their story and they're not interested in Jesus, again, what did Jesus tell his disciples when he sent them out? He said, if you're not received, if the town that you go to, if you're not received, shake the dirt off your sandals and, and leave, right? And leave them to, to themselves. That's their choice, right? It, it's not your job to quote unquote, get people in. And I think a lot of people misinterpret the great commission as I need to get people in. No, that has, that is not what Jesus was talking about. What he was saying is you need to go and you need to share, and then you need to make disciples. You need to train them in the ways of being a follower of Christ. How many, um, it doesn't specifically say how long the, um, the disciples were with Jesus before he sent them out two by two, right? Um, but he didn't give them that great commission until what? Until he rose from the dead and he ascended into heaven. That was like three years after he started his ministry. Three years of them um, at the foot of Jesus being taught by him. Three years. And yet you go to a lot of these churches and as soon as you are baptized and you accept Christ as your Lord and Savior, they want you to go out and start evangelizing. Not all of them, right? But um, that's, it's the message that is being sent. You haven't even been trained yet. And a lot of them, they don't even tell you how to share your story. Or they, they don't even really talk about, well, what is your transformation story? That's what you should be sharing. And if you truly love people, that is how you show that you care about them, by loving them enough to share what happened to you. And if they want to know more, you ask them, would you like to know how um, this happened? And if they say yes, great, you share Jesus. If they say no, then guess what? Shake, the, shake your sandals off and then move on. It's not your job to turn somebody's heart. That's the job of Jesus. Your job is to one, share your story, and two, share um, how um, or what changed in that transformation, right? First, you know how what was you know that your your what was your healing? What was your miracle? Right? Were you healed of something? Did you get a paycheck that showed up? Were you getting ready to get thrown out of your house and by the, you know the um, the the miracle of 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 God? You know, something happened where, you know, you didn't get, uh, you know, thrown out. That's what people need to hear because they can relate to that. Remember, Jesus didn't start, you know, spewing out all of these, you know, spiritual truths. He shared simple stories where people could relate to that, right? And then from there, then he started sharing about, you know, the, the good news. Does that make any sense? And I share this because there's, there's, there's so many people that are running from the church nowadays because we're running around like a bunch of Jimbonies trying to get, quote unquote, get people in. 
and we've lost the essence of what Jesus is all about. He's about love and he cares about people and people need to hear your transformation story, whatever that may be. And then let the chips fall where they may let Jesus do what he does best transforming people after you have shared your story. So if you feel kind of icky and uncomfortable when it comes to sharing your faith, you need to take a step back and think, well, what are you doing this for? Are you doing this just because of you You are so excited about how Jesus shared or transformed your life? Because I'm telling you, I tell everybody about um, how he turned my life around and he got me to be the person that um, I he got me to become the person that I needed to become in order to be the husband to my wife that I have now. And I share that with everybody. And she is exactly what I was praying for. And the reason why I had so many um, you know, problems uh, you know, relationally before I met my, my wife was because of the, um, because I didn't, obviously, you know, I didn't have the trans, the internal and spiritual, you know, transformation, but I knew exactly what I wanted, but I wasn't ready for it yet. And I also, you know, um, I, I, it's funny because I, I tell this to my wife all the time and it's true. And I said, I'll go to toe to toe with anybody that sits there and says, well, you know what? Your prayers are not always answered in the way that you want them to. And I tell them, you know what? I call BS on that because every single prayer that I have prayed for the Lord, um, he has answered exactly how I wanted it. My wife, she is exactly how, or she's the, exactly the person that I wanted specifically. And I was specific with the Lord. I said, you know, I want this. I not only want these characteristics, but I also, you know, want, you know, these, um, these values, but I also want her to, to look like this. And I also want her to, 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 to be like this because I knew what I was, you know, attracted to. And I wasn't, I knew that I couldn't, you know, be the person that I wanted to be if I was with somebody that, you know, wasn't attracted to. Right. Um, and he, he answered that exactly, but he also had to transform my heart. I was not ready for her. And as much as I, you know, I tell my wife, I wish we would have met, you know, earlier, um, it wouldn't have ended well. And I probably would have, you know, messed it up and, um, you know, would have been, you know, another, you know, failed relationship because I wasn't the, the person that I needed to be in order for uh, me to be the husband for her. But that was my miracle. That was my transformation, right? I was basically a leper inside and he healed me, um, you know, spiritually. And I, I came out cleansed. And because of that, I found the one I didn't find, you know, the, the Lord, you know, bless me with the woman of my dreams. And we have three uh, children and we've been married 14 wonderful years. Praise God. And I, I, um, but God willing, you know, we'll be together for, um, you know, 14 more years. So I share that with you because this is how you share your faith and you do it in a way that honors God and it also serves people. You share your story. What is your transformation story? And you may not, you may not have really thought of it, but you need to sit down and ask the Lord, please reveal to me, Lord, the, the change that you made in me, if it's not uh, very obvious, right? And that's what you share with people. And when they ask you, how did this happen? Then you tell them, our wonderful Savior. It is because of Jesus Christ. It is because of the love of the Father that he sent his Son here on earth to die for us, and he rose again, paying the price that I never could. Does that make any sense? And when you put it into terms like that, people understand that. They're like, oh, really? I had no idea about that. That's when they become interested, and that's when you can invite them to see more. Does that make any sense?
So I hope you have um, an awesome day. I hope you got some value out of this. I just had to get that off of my heart. And again, because I don't want so many Christians going out there, you know, just looking foolish and not being well-equipped. Does it make any sense? Because I felt that for years and years. I felt unequipped. And it wasn't until you know, recently that the Lord started to reveal to me these uh, different principles, and he put it on my heart to start sharing that, which is why I started the podcast, <laughs> right? Because I can go ahead, I can get on here, and I can simply tell you, this is what I learned, this is what happened, this is the result. And then let the Lord do what he does best, um, allow it to work into your life. Does that make sense? So I hope you got some value out of this. Again, thank you so much for listening and letting me share. And as always, I'm going to talk to you in the next episode. Bye-bye. Thanks for joining me today. I hope you found this episode informative, inspiring, and most of all, helpful. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe, leave a review, and share it with your family and friends. Until next time, keep searching God's word and applying what you have learned to live an abundant life that honors him.